Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. It's hard to imagine a world where we leave future generations with fewer rights and freedoms. Since the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills aimed at blocking people from getting the essential sexual and reproductive care they need, including abortion. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves access to care, and with supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future to learn more and support their cause. Hi, this is Scott Galloway, NYU professor, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and the host of the Prop G Markets podcast. For nearly two years, Prop G Markets has brought listeners unfiltered analysis on high-flying stocks, burgeoning sectors, stupid acquisitions, and master of the universe CEOs. Starting May 20th, Prop G Markets is launching a new feed with two episodes per week. What a thrill! The good news? I know how to get your rich. The answer... It's on Prop G Markets. Don't miss out. Listen and subscribe to Prop G Markets wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks. Another busy week of news to make sense of. Bill Barr sat down with CBS News for his first network interview since becoming attorney general. The interview came two days after Bob Mueller made his first public statement about his investigation and stepped down from his role as special counsel. And there was an interesting development in a case that concerns adding a citizenship question to the 2020 census. I talk about all this and more with Ann Milgram on the Cafe Insider podcast. Each week, we break down the news and take stock of what's happening. Today, we're making a clip from the most recent episode available in the Stay Tuned feed. To listen to our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, become a member at cafe.com slash insider. That's cafe.com slash insider. I think Chris Ray has done a good job and has also stood up where he needs to stand up, particularly on the spying language and pushing back on the political nature of some of the comments and conversations. Let's segue from the interview to this issue of treason, which is a very serious term that is in the Constitution that's been bandied about fairly casually. And Bill Barr, I guess somewhat to his credit, although not fully, which we can talk about, gets asked this question. And just to set it up, Let's talk about what the president has been saying. So we have this investigation of Russian espionage, counterintelligence investigation, and then it morphed into a special counsel investigation that also looked at obstruction. And the president says, it exonerated me. Everything in it exonerates me. Sarah Huckabee Sanders says it exonerates the president. And yet he is still engaged in a, in a vituperative, that's the big word Ooh, for this nice episode, mm-hmm. a, a vituperative onslaught against a number of people. Let's see all the people that the president has accused of treason. And he says the word treason. He doesn't say disloyal. He doesn't say, you know, they're undermining my presidency. He says treason. He mentions Jim Comey. He mentions acting FBI director Andrew McCabe. He mentions FBI lawyer Lisa Page and former FBI agent Peter Strzok. Now, that's a serious term, treason, which we'll talk about in more depth in a moment because I think it's important so people keep their heads on straight. But Bill Barr gets asked about this and says, well, you know, is this treason? And Bill Barr says, well, I, as a lawyer, I always interpret the word treason, not colloquially, but legally. And you know the very specific criteria for treason. So I don't think it's actually implicated in the situation that we have now. So basically he's saying it's not legally treason. I don't think it's implicated in the situation that we have now, which is not as strong as it could be. And then Jan Crawford asks again, you don't think that they've committed treason. And Barr says, and this is interesting. You don't think that they've committed treason. That is a legal matter, right? 
not as a legal matter, no. Instead of just saying what you and I would say, no. No. So it's very funny. He, he has these views of words that have both a colloquial meaning and a specialized legal meaning. One of them that he's used controversially is spying. And he says, look, I can use the word spying because it's a perfectly normal English word that I don't even think is pejorative. I don't even think it has negative connotations. And of course it does. And then here in another context, he's talking about the word treason. And he's basically excusing the president's use of it by saying, well, it's not legally treason, but the president is talking about this is colloquial. Look, if, if you decided tomorrow, and I say this as your dear friend, hey, you know what? I'm going to go do um, another podcast. I'm going to co-host another podcast with some other guy. I would accuse you of treason. I would absolutely <laughs> accuse you of treason, would you, seditious conspiracy. Legally or I would mean I would mean it legally, actually. Oh. No. <laughs> no. That's a joke. That's a joke. See, I'm kidding. I'm kidding with my friend Anne. Um, but in the context of politicization and heightened acrimony in the country that he himself acknowledges in that same interview, yeah. where you have the guy with the biggest megaphone on earth inciting people to feel like certain Americans have engaged in constitutionally defined treachery. It's not cool to be saying not legally no and to be playing games with these words. I really don't think it is. It is a terrible thing. And like it or not, a lot of people listen to the president. He's the president of the United States. His office has an incredible amount of authority. And it's really saying treason. And we should talk about what it is legally defined as too because it is among the most serious things you can... You're essentially accusing someone of working with an enemy of the United States government to undercut the United States of America. Right. And when you say enemy, we don't mean the press. No, I mean a <laughs> foreign mean country. A foreign power. I mean another country. Some of the very few cases that have ever been prosecuted in the country, Nazi Germany yes. or the Empire of Japan. And what is the punishment potentially for treason? Death. Death, right. Look, it's a very serious thing. I will also say just a couple of things by way of background and we'll go into what treason is. It is also true that people on the left have talked about Donald Trump committing treason. And I was on a show that I enjoy, and people have different views. What show is that? You're being very coy. Real Time with Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. And I was on the show last August uh, in the introductory segment, and Bill Maher and others, you know, like to use the word treason with respect to the president, and he tried to get me to say treason, and it was not a crowd-pleasing thing for me to reject that term, and I rejected it, and I didn't use the word treason. For this reason, because we're talking about something very serious. Now, there is a distinction between entertainment figures, and even political pundits uh, or comedians like Bill Barr throwing around terms like that. <laughs> Did you just say Bill Barr is a comedian? Oh, I'm sorry. Bill Maher. <laughs> All right. Just so we're like, clear. Wait. wait. <laughs> just so we're called on. Is that a trick? Bill Maher is not the Attorney General of the United States. Got it. He is a comedian. Bill Barr is the Attorney General of the United States. He's not a comedian. Sometimes he's a comedian. Right. He's not an intentional <laughs> comedian. He's a comedian. But... There's a distinction between, as I, was, as I was saying before the uh, Freudian slip, between a private citizen who's trying to be provocative and says treason versus an elected official, including the president of the United States. And last week, Liz Cheney, Republican member of Congress. The right? daughter of Dick Cheney? The daughter of Dick Cheney, blithely just says when she was on one of the Sunday morning talk shows, you know, these people engage, referring to people like Jim Comey and others, engaged in conduct, which could very well be treason. And she knows better than that. She knows what the constitutional definition is. And so I've seen all this battling on social media where people say, well, the Democrats did it. There is a distinction between elected officials and non-elected officials. And if you have members of Congress, members of the Senate, and the President of the United States, I think we would hold him to a higher standard than a comedian on cable television. Then I think you have a problem. So should we remind everyone what treason is? Yes. 
Treason is part of the United States Constitution, Article 3, Section 3 of the Constitution. Treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. And it's also important that when you look at the definition of treason, quote, enemy means a country or an entity that has declared war or is in a state of open war against the United States. So what country, arguably, could Jim Comey and Andy McCabe and others have been working with None. None. And in fact, I would not call what the president has done treason either. I think that is too much to to call it that. But if you were looking at the involvement of someone with a foreign power in a way that undercuts the safety and security of the United States, the only example in everything we're talking about is the president and the president's campaign having these conversations with Russia. Again, I don't think it meets that legal threshold, nor nor do I think it's right to talk about it that way. But there is some irony here in Donald Trump calling people like Comey and others treasonous when they were, if anything, in their minds working very much on behalf of the United States of America. And Donald Trump, who to this day has refused to acknowledge that the Russians hacked the election, the only group of folks who in this whole conversation have had a connection with a foreign government that is arguably detrimental to the United States government and the people of the United States is the president and his group. There are other words that are bandied about, like they're just casual. Um, And again, it's different when people on television say it for provocation versus the president himself, like coup and, you know, overthrow over the government. Those things did not happen either. You know, there's there's another statute that some people keep talking about and say, well, Maybe these these activities on the part of Jim Comey and others fall within seditious conspiracy. And there's a statute that addresses also. It's 18 U.S. Code 2384, which also makes it clear that the mere launching of an investigation and sending of some text messages, uh, when it's a duly authorized investigation, that at the end of the day doesn't even charge the president with a crime and doesn't find the crime of conspiracy. How on earth is that a coup? or seditious conspiracy, when the statute makes very clear that you're talking about force, and you're talking about violence. I feel like I haven't um, read the seditious conspiracy statute since, I don't know, high school or college or law school. Um, it's not something we talk have about Have you ever a been lot. accused of it? I have not. That's maybe why say you haven't read. <laughs> I get accused of it from time. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, the one point about this, Preet, is that the president does this a lot, and I just want to reflect at a higher level on it, which is that he, when people disagree with him or they don't do things the way he wants them to do them, there's an immediate call towards your treasonous, you're engaged in a witch hunt, this is a coup, versus seeing um, what happens as a part of the political process where people disagree. You know, even think about the president stonewalling Congress and everything. It's it's the, I don't agree with what you want, Congress. I don't think it's fair. I don't I don't like what you're doing. And so I'm not going to follow the rules and the law. Yeah. It's, it's not based on principle, except if the principle is what's good for me. Yeah. But it's more than words. It's also, it's also really trying to undercut the institutions and the norms that have forever been the president supplies information to Congress. Somebody disagrees with the president. Okay. The president says we disagree. The president doesn't say you're treasonous. I hope you've enjoyed this sample of the Cafe Insider podcast. To listen to the full episode, head to cafe.com slash insider and become a member. That's cafe.com slash insider. To the many of you who have chosen to join the insider community, thank you for supporting our work.